You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and I have a fun episode for you today. I have a couple of guests here to chat about a topic that I get so many questions about. So I am going to hand it over, let them introduce themselves, and tell you where you can find them online. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Joan, do you want to go first? Oh, sure. Awesome. Um, I'm Joan Dizon. I am a psychic reader, healer, and teacher at the Third Eye Psychic School and um, a co-author of a best-selling book on Amazon and number one new release on Amazon called Psychic Baby, Your Mind is Magic. Um, you can head over to thirdeyepsychicschool.com for all of our classes or offerings um, and on Amazon for um, Psychic Baby, Your Mind is Magic, um, spiritual kid, children's book. Awesome. And I'm Alex Moran. I'm Joan's partner in crime, <laughs> co-pilot, um, founder at the Third Eye Psychic School. And um, a huge part of my mission in the world is to help bring much more awareness around clairvoyance and our natural abilities into our other senses. And with Psychic Baby, we um, really felt like it's important to start in childhood and develop childhood clairvoyance and really nurture the imagination from a very early age in order to have strong inner navigation and emotional resilience into adulthood. And um, yeah, thirdeyepsychicschool.com is where you can reach me and Amazon for the Psychic Baby book. So let's first start then with the book, because I cannot even tell you how many questions I get about, you know, working with children, psychic abilities in children, how you can nurture that, how can you nurture spirituality and witchcraft and all of those things in kids. And I never know the answer. So I am kind of amazed and impressed that there's a book about this now. Um, What a great resource. So tell me a little bit about what is in the book and how it came to be where you even got the idea to finally publish something like this. Yeah. So basically, um, the book is the first in a series and, um, this, the rest of the series is coming out this year, but this is the first book that kind of introduces parents and kids to, um, the concept of childhood clairvoyance and, um, understanding that when we nurture our natural born psychic abilities from a young age, the abilities that we already have, Um, we actually can develop into stronger adults. We have more emotional resilience. We have um, more spiritual intelligence, emotional intelligence. And on a whole, we just are able to self-navigate and have self-sovereignty on such a different level when we actually allow this part of ourselves to be there. And so um, Joan and I have kind of always known this innately, but going through um, teaching adults how to reclaim their clairvoyance, and after years of teaching at the Third Eye Psychic School, um, we would always get these people that would say, I really wish I would have learned this like back in kindergarten. Like, why were we not taught these like simple tools to be able to hone in on our um, inner voice and our inner sight and be able to tap into these resources that obviously are there that have just been neglected because of, you know, our society and religion and, you know, all the, all the things. 
And, um, and so we just would get this feedback over and over and over again. And so finally, Joan, who is um, amazing mama, um, was like, we got to do something about this. So we, um, so we decided to create Psychic Baby as a way to sort of introduce these concepts in a fun way. Kids love books. Parents read books to their children um, in a non-intimidating way, um, you know, at nighttime, at bedtime. That's kind of how it all started. Yeah, I just want to add to Alex, um, as a lot of people are kind of awakening now and people are wondering, you know, how can they introduce this to their kids or how can they teach it to their kids? Um, and this is a, a book that's really for both, you know, parents and children. Um, if you're anything like me, uh, when I was a child, I was always daydreaming. I was always imagining things. I was always playing make-believe and pretend. And as I grew up older, like, you know, um in the you know 11 12 13 in the teens everyone would start to say you're just making stuff up it's just make believe stop imagining things none of that is real and at a very young age we get invalidated with our imagination and that is how we get invalidated with our natural clairvoyance and so for years and years and years it's just so much invalidation um, with our imagination and clairvoyance and and if I, I love how this book is really able to is allowing parents and kids to help continue um, validate their children's creativity, their children's imagination and help validating um, these, you know, make believe stories and these daydreams because the imagination is the gateway into nurturing your natural clairvoyance. Um, we shut it down. Uh, it's shut down so quickly when we need to get real or stop imagining things or stop making things up. Um, but when parents and children can help nurture and validate their imagination, it really opens up the doors to um, nurturing their inner wisdom, their, their self-navigation, um, and their self-trust. So um, this is where we want to pinpoint uh, that bridge between uh, the bridge of um, nurturing and validating the imagination, because that's where it really starts. Um, and we want to just help continue parents and kids to build that because that is where the clairvoyance um, really gets the, its foundation. And, it's, um, and that's where it really, again, just it ignites the, the psychic abilities in children. And you said that this is the first in a series? Yeah, so um, the first one is all about connecting to the imagination. It's called Your Mind is Magic. And then the rest of the series, it consists of four so far. Um, each book teaches you a different psychic skill. So the next book out um, is all about learning how to create a psychic grounding cord to psychically connect yourself to Mother Earth and all of the beautiful things that come from that connection, which includes being able to release properly and energetically so we're not taking on um, everybody else's energy and, and creating a new generation of sort of out of control empaths. Um, and then we have another one that has to do with protection and uh, using the protection shield, which is a psychic tool to um, protect yourself from 
um, outside energy so that you can really understand what's your energy and what's everybody else's energy. And then finally, um, we have our gold wishing suns, which is all about how to manifest on a psychic and clairvoyant level, which is so much more powerful than any other kind of uh, manifestation that really exists out there. So it's kind of teaching these like fundamental spiritual concepts and tenets of spirituality from a very early age so that we don't find ourselves lost in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, trying to find ourselves that we have these tools from the very beginning and we can develop and create a life full of miracles and magic, um, you know, and not have to go search for that later on after a lot of <laughs> pain or suffering or trauma. Yeah, I love these, this series because it's very, like Alex said, it's very elementary um, for both kids and adults. Um, and it, it really breaks everything down. Like the, you know, our first book, like Alex said, it was all about connecting to our imagination, having that self-trust with our inner wisdom, um, with grounding. Um, we, as a lot of empaths know, and as a lot of kids know, um, we tend to absorb and match other people's energy subconsciously. And with grounding, it's kind of where we teach it kind of like a a cleansing or like kind of like how we dispose of um, uh, we dispose our wa bodily waste every day through pooping and peeing and we have to do that energetically as well um, and again that's something that wasn't taught at you know at an elementary level so it's a real uh, the grounding court is a really fun way to have kids be able to um kind of know what energy is theirs and what is not and what needs to be flushed down and what doesn't because um, kids are just so they they're able they match other people's energies and um, they they absorb other people's energies also we we do too as as people as humans we all do and with the grounding cord um, we teach it in a fun way for both parents and kids um, and then um, energetic protection is a third book um, I, I always uh, a lot of parents ask me about how do we protect ourselves spiritually how do we protect our kids spiritually and being able to teach them hey here's some here's an easy way to protect your energy um, and then with the golden suns um, that's our way of kind of bringing in after we after we have allowed things to release for an energy to release out of our space we really want want to fill ourselves back up with the things that we desire. And those are our wishing sons book. Wow. You have been busy. <laughs> um, that is quite a lot to tackle. So first question I wanted to ask in there is Joan, was your child your guinea pig for making these books? <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Um, <laughs> as I was, it's, it's funny because um when you go into into motherhood or when you have your your own projects as babies it's it's also an initiation into a deeper understanding into your clairvoyance and psychic abilities um and so as i was when i had my first baby you know my first baby it was a huge initiation into um my spiritual deepening into my spirituality and as i was I was diving more deeply into my psychic abilities. Um, 
I really wanted to create a safe space for my kids. I really wanted uh, them to know how to ground themselves, how to protect themselves when they're at school um, and how to, you know, how they can manifest what they want as well. Um, so yeah, my kids were definitely the, the guinea pigs. Um, and I, it's funny how um, they really, when I taught them how to create some psychic tools for themselves, they were so, it was, it was supernatural for them. It was, it, they, they didn't really have many, many questions. They didn't have a lot of questioning about it. It was like, um, it was, they, they welcomed it and they received it. And, you know, each morning and at night before, before school and after school, you know, I tell them to ground out all the energy that they had absorbed subconsciously. Um, and before school, I tell them to protect themselves. And I've seen a huge difference between um, before, you know, these psychic tools and now that they use them, um, it's like night and day. Um, it's really amazing how kids are so powerful in their imagination and their clairvoyance um, with tools like this. You know, my first thought, of course, was are, are kids able to do this? Do they have the tools to do this? Do they understand? But now that I am thinking about it, that they are probably comes more naturally to them than it does to us because we have so many behaviors we have to unlearn in order to embrace all of that. And kids don't have those kind of boundaries. So they probably pick it up fairly quickly. Absolutely. Oh, I love yeah, that. I think that's why we get so much feedback from um, our adult classes of like, why didn't I learn this like way back in the day? Because I could have saved myself so much suffering and so much <laughs> challenge if I would have known this and you know kids are just so naturally imaginative um that it's really easy and kind of fun because even at the third eye psychic school like we make it fun like we like sometimes we get too serious as adults and so we have to like throw in some funny stuff like we'll make grounding car cords out of like fart clouds you know and just to lighten up the the mood sometimes when we're really in heavy spaces and kids are just so great at that they can just create like just funny things all the time and really go with it um so actually I think we learn more from the kids than than the other way around when it comes to psychic work interestingly enough definitely fully of that so switching gears in a little bit, because you brought up your adult feedback in classes and third eye psychic school. So tell me about that and what, how that came about and what you offer. Yeah. So basically we are an international online zoom school. So everything is done on zoom and what we really aim to, um, to help with is to help adults find their connection back to their natural clairvoyance. There's a lot of misconceptions about what clairvoyance is, um, how you can activate your third eye. Um, a lot of it is just very much shrouded in mystery. And it's actually so much more simple than we want to believe in the spiritual communities. We think that it's this thing that's outside of ourselves, that's really hard to get, or we have to have some kind of like dark night of the soul or some kind of like near death experience to activate um, these gifts within us, but they're actually there always. They've always been there with us and they've been there since childhood. And it's only because of our society's sort of um, 
I guess not really valuing clairvoyance as a important part of survival that we negate it as we grow, even if we don't have, you know, parents that are actively invalidating us. We just kind of recognize in society that there's certain skill sets that are important and other skill sets are not. And clairvoyance is kind of put in the not category. And so what ends up happening on a human level, our brain starts to um, release those skills and it sort of atrophies. And it gets to the point where we're in our like mid forties going through spiritual awakening. And um, all of a sudden we don't even remember how to imagine anymore. We don't even remember how to play. Like that's something that we have to like schedule time for. And that's something that's actually quite a natural gift um, that bridges us to our clairvoyance. So the school is really about bringing ourselves back to that, um, that we call it kindergarten level um, where we can just play with our clairvoyance and start to really reinforce that this skill is actually something that's incredibly powerful and it helps us have that inner navigation that so many of us look outside of ourselves for um, that we can actually have that that coming home feeling that so many of us are looking for whether it's in religion if it's in witchcraft if it's in the cosmos and star seeds we're always looking for this home concept and the truth is is that home has always been within us it's been in our third eye and so being able to come back home to ourselves is kind of the biggest spiritual blessing we can give ourselves and so all of our courses at the school sort of revolve around creating foundational skills to be able to first of all access that home space that third eye and then once you access it what do you do with it how do you use it in a way that actually can create miracles in your life for yourself and for your family and for the world around you and so we have everything from beginner classes foundational classes up to an eight-month mastery program where you can learn to be a professional healer, um, clairvoyant healer, and do everything from the third eye, which is a really powerful gift. Um, if you've never experienced a third eye um, uh, type of healing, it's it's pretty incredible. It's very different from any other kind of any energy work. Oh, wow. So you have offerings across the board, really, <laughs> all, all sorts of classes to take. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's fun because like once you get the foundations of um, certain psychic skills, and we call them psychic tools. Once you have your foundational psychic tools, um, you can apply them in any way. So we have fun workshops that have to do with like sex magic. We have fun workshops around um, even just like very mainstream things like dating. <laughs> How do you use psychic tools to have like a great date? Um, how to use psychic tools for motherhood, for um, health and nutrition, for any aspect of life, because um, like we said in the beginning, you know, this this gift is is just one of your senses. It's just an extension of the self um, in being able to access unseen information and then process that in a way that you can use it in your everyday life. So and what I love about. Oh, no, go ahead, please. Um, no, just what I, I was going to just piggyback on Alex and some of our offerings at the Third Eye Psychic School. Um, what I love about these classes, too, is that, again, they're all on Zoom. Um, 
Alex, Alex and I hold really, you know, sacred containers um, for our classes. And a lot of people think that, you know, opening your third eye or being psychic or being clairvoyant, it, it can be like a scary, um, unknown journey. Um, but what I love about our classes is that we really hold uh, we hold your hands and in, in walking through um, accessing your clairvoyance in your third eye and a lot of people think it might be something scary um, but it's a very uh, like it, like Alex said it's we make things fun we kind of hold your hand and guide you through everything um, I don't think I could have gone through this journey alone um, and what I love about the classes is like the the container of it and going through it with other students um, being you know whole, having my hand held through the whole entire thing was was a big um would just help me out a lot as I was going through the classes myself so it, these classes are just so much fun lots of information and um it, it's just the the containers is really beautiful so how did you get to the point Alex of founding Third Eye Psychic School and Joan for teaching there is this something that you've always been good at? Have you always had these natural abilities or did you work on that in your journey before you founded the school? That's such a good question. Um, it's funny because I consider myself like a forever spiritual student. I think from like the time I was 15 or 16 years old, I was already digging into books about the occult and um, trying to understand the unseen energies around me because I grew up very, very empathic, very sensitive. And I have memories where I know I was activating my clairvoyance at a young age and got shut down pretty quickly um, on multiple occasions with that very invalidated through um, my clairvoyance. I went to a very Christian um, middle school and high school experience. Even my home life was just very invalidating on a lot of different levels. So I learned really early on that clairvoyance was something that actually kind of made you a target. It made you an outcast. It made you, um, you know, like if you saw something in somebody and they didn't want to hear that, you know, when you're four or five years old and they, you know, lash out at you, you learn pretty quickly that, you know, this is maybe is not information that I want to like access. So I shut down my clairvoyance really early on in my life. And um, because of that, I suffered a lot. I didn't understand the world around me. And I struggled with a lot of depression, even suicidal energy growing up. Um, I felt like I was just a, like a black sheep in the world. Like I didn't belong anywhere. Um, like what was I even doing with my life? And it wasn't until like, I kind of got away from, you know, your, you know, adolescent kind of surroundings, um, that I started to look into more spiritual development stuff. And I would go down all of these spiritual development paths, but for the life of me, I would not go down any psychic path. Like I would go down energy healing and Reiki and cranial sacral work and all kinds of other sort of more, uh, I don't know, less taboo type of um, healing modalities and paths. And I just would not touch psychic stuff with a 10 foot pole, um, which ironically is my mission in life. So of course we always, you know, reject what we're meant for. <laughs> and, um, 
And so it wasn't until I finally just got fed up with all of my own crap that I decided like, okay, like this keeps coming back to me. Like I'm, let me sit down and actually train and learn how to do this. And I had a couple, um, spiritual experiences that maybe on another time I could share, um, that really just kind of made it impossible for me to resist my path anymore. And so once that happened, um, I decided to actually start to train in this. And when I recognized that this was something that is not as like mystical as we all like to believe it, and even the spiritual community kind of makes it seem like the third eye is this sort of untouchable place in our space. And it really isn't. It's a muscle that just has atrophied. And if we learn how to work it and we put some discipline into being able to um, face whatever we call them pain ridges show up when we um, when we work out our third eyes, um, once you get past that, and that's why I think Joan's point about having a nice container is super helpful because it's important to have support as you go through that process. But once you get through that, then it's like, why are we not teaching this to every single human being on the planet from a young age? Like, why do we have to go down this path of suffering and, um, you know, trying to find ourselves all the time when we can just start out already found? Like what a different generation that could be if our children just are already found and don't have to do self-discovery um, throughout their lifetimes. So that's kind of like the shorthand version of how the school came about. Um, I also had a sisterhood community called Witch and Womb. And um, I was still kind of afraid to talk about psychic stuff because of the taboo around clairvoyance. And, um, and I recognized that so many women were really wanting to have access to this place again. And so a few years ago, I finally took the plunge and started the Third Eye Psychic School and teaching um, people the tools that I learned. And the response was just so overwhelming that I was like, okay, this is a business, I guess. This is something we're doing. And so we moved forward. And um, and then I've been luckily able to find amazing people like Joan um, to partner with and to um, bring this into a bigger kind of forum. Wow, that is, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's quite a journey. I love what you have to say, how different our world would be if we taught this to children and we wouldn't, we wouldn't have to, you know, have to relearn all of this and to heal from everything. And that would be amazing. I couldn't even picture that. <laughs> that would be amazing. I know. And like Joan and I talk about it all the time. It's like, if you have these tools that help you release like energy, help you process things, help you um, integrate things so much better, like whatever traumas show up in childhood, because we're not going to be able to avoid trauma, right? Trauma is part of the human experience. But what if we could just get through it so much more gracefully and not carry it for decades? You know, like what a different generation we would have, what a different world um, we would have in front of us. And so that's kind of our big mission, our big picture idea for the world ahead is to be able to empower everybody from a young age to have their own discernment, their own inner trust and their own sovereignty so that we can actually, you know, move towards much more of a peaceful existence in humanity. Joan, you mentioned that you were already on your spiritual journey before you even had kids. So we're, is this an area that you were already skilled in, or have you been learning that over the years before you joined Third Eye School? That's, 
I love this question. Um, it's funny, Alex, kind of had, Alex and I both kind of had similar experience, like spiritual journeys or spiritual paths where like I would go on these different spiritual paths. Um, and I, I, I'm a forever student now. Just, I, I went through yoga teacher training. I did a ton of like self-development work. I would follow all these like self-development gurus and, um, and I just, I felt like I wasn't fulfilled. It wasn't, I, I would go, I would always come up against like a, a ceiling or something. And um, so, and again, kind of like Alex, I was always kind of invalidated with kind of every practice I did, or uh, I felt like I couldn't get through some of the barriers. And I also, um, I was also very, a big, huge fear of mine was like fear of being judged or fear of not doing things right or fear of, you know, this, this journey not looking right to others. And um, I would also not only would others invalidate me, but I would invalidate myself because that was in, that was kind of just a, um, a coding in me to invalidate myself and like self-sabotage myself throughout this whole process. And um, honestly, I, again, I didn't, I was, I didn't think I was psychic um, before I had kids or before um, I started taking classes um, because I didn't think I was that gifted. I didn't have that ability. I wasn't like holy of the holies and I wasn't a guru. And I was just like, there's no way I could be psychic. There's no way I would could be clairvoyant. Um, and so it did like you, uh, it's funny how you asked how it was a practice and how it's, um, it was a skill that you have and it's a skill that you can develop and that you can um, kind of sharpen. Um, it's kind of just like, you know, how you, if you want to get healthier and you want to work out, you start eating good food and you start working out and going to the gym. Um, and all of a sudden you start to see yourself develop into this new body, into this new person. Um, and this is how um, I came about psychically as well. Um, Cause I, again, I didn't think I had the gift. I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think I was holy of the holies, um, but with practice, with being able to be guided, um, learning some tools, um, it, I, it feels like home to me now that I am a psychic, giving psychic readings, offering psychic healings um, and offering you know psychic development classes. And I guess you probably both will have an answer to this since you both, you know, struggled with the idea of judgment and people not accepting it and then ending up where you are now. And now you are teaching younger generations and your kids are going to school and, you know, expressing this. Do you have any advice or what would you say if your child or you comes up against somebody that says it's not real, you're crazy, um, clairvoyance is not real, third eye is not real. Um, what advice would you give to maybe your child if somebody was, you know, fighting them on that on the playground? Um, usually when I, I, I would tell my kids to kind of step back and to, first of all, I'll tell them to like ground the situation <laughs> because if anything like that is, if there's any kind of disruption or any kind of like uneasy feelings, like my kids know that to just ground, um, you know, the situation and to um, step back and kind of analyze what is, is that statement true or is that statement false? Um, are they speaking out of authenticity? Um, and to kind of step back and um, 
and come back to their own inner wisdom and to come back to their own inner wisdom is to kind of practice their psychic tools, ground themselves, protect themselves. Um, I always tell them to put on a, make sure their crown is at gold um, and they can decipher for themselves what is real, what's not and how to respond to that. Yeah, I love that, Joan. I think one of the things that's so powerful about learning psychic tools is that um, you actually get yourself into a place where you can hear all aspects, all viewpoints, all understandings, and at the same time still remain neutral to whatever shows up and, um, and simultaneously also access your own wisdom through the, um, through the tools. And so when that kind of stuff happens, um, I only have a two-year-old right now, so he obviously hasn't been able to, um, have the language to, to do this, but I can speak more from just how, um, it works in adults that when you actually are using your psychic tools, um, people can say, you know, really anything, they can have any opinions, they can invalidate, they can, you know, throw energy, they can do anything, but in the, in the protection and in the power of these clairvoyant tools that are just so basic, they're almost like kind of crazy simple, but when you use them, they're so powerful. Um, it doesn't affect you. And that's one of the things why, like, we kind of, we have a term at the third eye psychic school, these out of control empaths, which is something I've definitely been guilty of in the past, um, are, are when we get affected by others' opinions and others' um, viewpoints and people throwing energy, all of the things that come on a psychic level and unseen level, when you are protected from all of that, then you almost are in your own discernment, your own inner trust and your own sovereignty. So there's the answers that come from that question um, are actually much more expansive and can open the door for deeper conversations. Um, so I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer because it's going to be so different for every child and every person um, based on their own inner wisdom. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's something that comes up not even for just kids. I feel like we all come across that every day, um, whether that is clairvoyance, spirituality, witchcraft in general, it always comes up against people that just don't believe you. <laughs> and, you know, they're the ones missing out, really. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's interesting too, when you come from a place of being really neutral about it, like I used to get so triggered um, by, you know, somebody not believing me because I had so much invalidation in my space. And it wasn't until like really embracing the psychic tools that I learned how to actually release all that invalidation. And when you don't have invalidation in your space, somebody who invalidates you doesn't actually mean anything to you. It's just like, okay, <laughs> like I get it. That's your viewpoint. That's cool. Um, and it actually opens the door for conversations. And so I found myself having pretty deep and non-triggering conversations with people that you would think would be very triggered and very upset and, and whatnot, just because at least one person is holding sovereignty in the conversation, it changes the whole dynamic of everything. Um, and, and that comes from a gold crown. That's one of the psychic tools that Joan was mentioning that we talk about. Um, and so it's just kind of little things like that really make a huge difference in just how we communicate and move in the world. And so being able to do that on a kid level, like, can you imagine high school? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, like, I wish I had these in high school. I would have been a very different high schooler. 
I think we all would. <laughs> so you both are obviously incredibly busy with businesses and children. So something that I always like to ask guests is what are some things that you do in your day with your spiritual practice that are helpful that other people might want to add into their lives to keep a little bit balanced when you're so overwhelmed and you have so much going on and don't want to completely lose your witchcraft or lose your spirituality. Oh my gosh, you're speaking my language because I am currently, I have a two-year-old and I am seven months pregnant. So, (laughs) you know, losing yourself in just motherhood in general is something that I think happens very easily when you have young children at home. Um, so that's a question that I've been really grappling with myself, um, over the last couple of years. And, um, you know, the only thing that I really come back to over and over again is I make time for my spiritual practices, even if it's something, you know, as short or as little as 10 minutes, Um, where, you know, after I put the baby down and I have a few minutes and my, you know, my husband's home and wants to interact and, and whatnot, like I'll give myself a few minutes just to kind of collect myself and come back to me. Um, and that can look differently. I mean, for the most part, because, you know, I'm such an advocate for psychic tools, I'll probably sit in meditation and run my tools. Um, but I also like, will do other practices. Like if it's a full moon or new moon, I'll do some moon rituals or, um, even just, um, I also have an Oracle deck that I created called journey, journey into the underworld. And I'll pull some of those shadow cards and I'll just do some work and reflection and journaling. Um, even if it's 10 minutes and sometimes all it is, is 10 minutes. And that still gives me some anchoring, some connection back to myself. And, uh, luckily Joan has given me some, (laughs) some advice to look forward to that when your kids get a little bit older, you have a little bit more time, but, um, I'd be interested to hear what Joan's response is now that she has older children. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is such a funny question or such a loaded question too, because every day looks kind of different. Our energies are kind of different. Um, and what has really helped me, um, with, Um, navigating through motherhood and the busyness and I I don't want to give up my rituals and the spirituality and the witchcraft and all of that Um, what I have really allowed myself to be in more flow Um, I love how you know we follow the moon and our cycles and um, that honestly has just that alone kind of has really allowed me to be in more of a softness throughout this whole journey as a businesswoman, motherhood, um, just being busy with extracurriculars um, and just kind of be in, and with, with psychic and clairvoyance is a, is a lot about softening um, and being in the flow instead of hustling and grinding and to-do lists and action, action, action. Um, um, and what I love about um, softening and being in the flow is that you're kind of just, you're ebbing and flowing and you're, um, you're in, you're actually in your natural, you know, divine self in being. Um, and then also like Alex said, I love just having 10 minutes, um, connecting to myself psychically, um, just kind of recharging, um, looking at things from a natural standpoint and being able to recharge that way. 
Um, I was going to say something else, but I totally, totally got off track. <laughs> I, was, I was also going to say, um, I'm super lucky because, um, my work is actually a big spiritual practice for me because with each of our classes, um, we set a cre- incredible sacred space, which means we spend probably 30 to 40 minutes before any class, just meditating and creating space. So for me, I can kind of like put work and self-care in the same category on a lot of days. And that's <laughs> been really helpful, uh, especially with a, with one and two year old. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that way too. Whenever I am doing anything for this podcast or YouTube channel, I'm like, this, this is kind of connecting me with my practice. Like it's work, <laughs> but it's also, you know, all interconnected, which is nice. But I know a lot of people do not have that option. And especially mothers, I get the question all the time. How can I include my kids? And maybe I don't want to include them. So what can I do for me? <laughs> like I just have, no- <laughs> but this, the book sounds like a fabulous resource to include your children in with your practice. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm so excited because we're about to launch this next book, The Grounding Cord, and it's um, it, it's a it, it's a very you know specific uh, psychic tool that we use. And then in, in this book, we also are including um, you know some question and answers you can ask your kids, something some questions where you can connect to your kids, and you guys can both share you know what you experience in the meditation or what you experience with the psychic tool. So really, really excited about this uh, next book coming up. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be another great resource. So I know everybody will be (laughs) super excited. And just to recap, everything's uh, available on Amazon? Yes, Um, correct. Yes. Okay, great. Well, that's, you know, easy enough for for most people to find. (laughs) And before I let you guys go, the last question that I always like to ask is if you could give one piece of advice to a beginner, So whether that's a new mom or a beginner in spirituality, a beginner in clairvoyance and in trying out their psychic abilities, um, whatever it is, what is your one piece of beginner advice? I would say there's so many paths that will lead you to your purpose that will lead you to where you're supposed to be. So just find the path that feels the most exciting, the most fulfilling and the most validating and, um, and trust that trust when your body says yes to something and trust when your body says no to something and listen to that direction, because there really is no right or wrong way to move through motherhood or spirituality or anything in life. And so if you can just come back to yourself and let your body guide you, um, you can't really go wrong. That is great advice. I love that. Alex. That is perfect. Yeah. I was going to say something similar because your spirituality and your passion and your mission in life, um, like leave these little breadcrumbs for you and whichever feels most aligned, whichever makes you feel most excited, more, most enthusiastic, which makes you just want to you know, dance and, you know, drip with the nectar of life, like go, go that path. I wish more people, myself included, would take that advice and take it at a younger age. So if you, if you are younger than me listening to this, um, there's no, there's no wrong time to jump in. So the earlier you can learn these things, the better. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially when it comes to clairvoyance too. We have people that are in their sixties and seventies that take these courses and are just mind blown. And then we have people that are teenagers that take these courses and are mind blown. And, you know, we're all on the same path, just different ages don't mean very much. So jump in whenever you are ready. Yeah. And also it's not like, it's not a race. I think people, sometimes people think it's like a race to reach a certain level, but, um, it's, it's a practice that you'll, there's no end game. It's a continued, um, ever unfolding journey. And it's actually like, um, it's, it's designed, especially for that certain person. Um, and nothing, there's no two paths that look the exact same. Um, so it's just, it's really catered to you and what, um, what your lessons in life are and what lessons you're, you're supposed to learn in this lifetime that will carry on to next lifetimes. So it's, it's really, and it's also just not a blanket, um, a blanket path. It's a very designated and, you know, specifically designed path for each individual. I, yeah, I love that. And I love that you both said that you're forever students. Um, it, it, it never ends. There is no, there is no end goal. Um, there is no championship game or no end game. There's just a, this practice and this being of it. <laughs> always learning. There's always something new to learn. It, it never ends. <laughs> well, that is all of the questions that I had for you listeners. I will have everything linked at witchwednesdays.com. So you can check out third eye psychic school. You can check out psychic baby. Um, I will share all of those links, Instagrams, all of that good, good stuff that you are looking for. So you can find them both easily. Um, do you, either of you have anything else you want to add before I let you go? No, just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about this. And, um, I'm excited if anybody feels um, called to learn more for their kids or for themselves, reach out to us. Um, we don't bite. We're really friendly <laughs> and we love to, um, we love to help people, um, even with just regular questions about spirituality or witchcraft or, um, psychic skills. So, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, also I just wanted to add, um, what, with the question about, um, how to balance, you know, the business, the motherhood, just life in general. Um, another kind of tip that I, that I've seen that has just been worked many, many miracles for me is when you're feeling overwhelmed with the spiritual side, or when you're feeling overwhelmed with business or just life in general, um, what I love, what, a trick that I love to do is, you know, go help somebody else out in their spiritual path or go help somebody else out in their, in their witchcraft or whatever they have, or be, be of service to somebody else. Um, and that has just been super healing and kind of whenever I'm overwhelmed and I feel chaotic, like the first thing I do is like, Hey, how can, how can I be of service? to somebody else in this path. Um, and that kind of like just sets me straight, get, gets me back to where I need to be. Um, so yeah, but thank you, Steph, for having us. And this was so much fun talking and chatting with, with you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Um, yeah, great topic. Something, like I said, that I get questions about a lot from mothers. So um, if that was you that reached out to cover this topic, uh, please go chat with these ladies. They are definitely here to help you. Um, but again, thank you so much for being here and, um, I will have everything linked so you can reach out to them if you want to take any classes or ask them any questions, but that is everything that I have for you this week. And I will see you next week.
I want to take a moment to introduce and thank today's sponsor, the Etsy store known as Lenore Blue. Since 1999, Lenore Blue has been creating small batch botanical sensory delights, vegan wellness wares, and whimsical witchery ritual tools, merging nature and spirit. Products include natural and essential oil perfumes, eco-friendly plant wax candles, natural spritzers, diffuser oils, skincare, therapeutic bath and body, as well as their own organ handmade and homegrown magical Celtic herb wands, magic powder loose incense, and full moon fragrances line. Remember, you are the magic. Be the magic. I will have everything linked in the podcast notes to make this easier for you, but you can find Lenore Blue on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and Etsy, all under Lenore Blue or at L-E-N-O-I-R-B-L-E-U. Thanks again, Lenore Blue, for making this podcast possible. Back to the episode. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.